0: Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at 2guyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is 2 Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With Heaven.
1: Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song.
2: Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is
1: Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
2: is Jerry from Ben and
3: Jerry's. This app. is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva.
0: This bah! is the Cigar Authority. Bah! Bah! The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. Bah! In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host.
4: <laughs> you're, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. <laughs> i funny how? Like I'm a clown? I use you? What? the f*** is so funny about me? Tell
0: me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn
4: it, who typed a
0: question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter,
4: Burgundy will read.
0: Barry stunned. Son of
4: a bitch, son of a
3: bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch,
4: son of a bitch, son of a bitch, didn't you?
0: And Chuck Morrison. I
1: am 35 years old and I live in a van down by
0: It's time to light them up. (laughs) It's time for the Cigar Authority. Ah!
5: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. October 25th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today we light up round two of the blind taste test with close to 500 of our listeners. Also, we'll be joined by Victor Vitale from Tortuga Cigars as we look at the possible link. Of cigar company acquisitions in the FDA. Are they linked? We have a hot conspiracy and our hot favorite pizza. Today on the Cigar Authority.
2: Not not hot girls. Hot, no, pizza. hot pizza. It's way more important. It's more sexy. Folks, you're listening to the very sexy Cigar Authority. The only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop, Studio F. Two. Bingo. The, we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. So you tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on YouTube, Google Hangouts, iTunes, Yay. all of which you can set it and forget it.
5: Yeah, we're gonna have to change this. We got a lot going on. This is a new change, and um, there's two different chat boxes, and there's lots of different places. So uh, we don't know what's going on. We, we didn't even know if this is working yet. We have no idea. We have no idea. Chuck, is this working? It's working. Barry, it's working. is this working? It appears to See, be. See, I couldn't he- I couldn't hear Chuck. By the way, that's all right. We, okay. Uh, so with us from Tortuga Cigars and Oral. Or a Vivo cigars is Victor Vitali. Welcome, Victor. Thanks for having me. And we're going to have a first today because you're going to actually stay on the show through the whole show. I can't wait. All right. I'm excited because we have to make it up somehow because we're actually not going to smoke one of your cigars today.
3: Which is, that's also a
2: first. Or
5: are we? Typically, or are we?
3: Well, I, I have no
5: idea. <laughs> when can we start smoking? I'm dying here. All right, so let, let's do it. So the blind taste test is going on. What we're going to smoke is nine, ten, eleven, 11, and 12. We're smoking four cigars in two hours. Kids, don't try this at home. We are professionals, and only professionals should four be doing Four men
2: smoking two cigars so at we're... the same time. That's what we'll do. We'll
5: smoke <laughs> 9 and 10 in the first hour and 11 and 12 on the second hour so let's do it this is uh obviously uh number nine not obviously but number nine is the winner between number one and two correct we don't know which one that was but whoever the winner was between one and two is number nine and the winner of three and four is now number 10 at the end of this whole mess We'll explain to you what every cigar is. But right now, it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we're going to use our cutter right now. I'm going to cut both these cigars. Again, don't try this at home, folks. Two cigars at the same time. It's crazy. We do it all the time. Victor, you do it all the time. You taste the blends and things, right?
3: Yeah, all the time. It's wonderful.
5: Yeah. And there's no better way to find out if you like number 9 or 10 better than smoking them at the same time. That's the
3: only way to do it. Yeah, I agree. I always say smoke them at the same time. You know, when people especially talk about taste and strength, and you never realize how either full- strength something is or how medium or mild it is when you actually compare it to a more of a benchmark style cigar in that category. Now,
2: there are two other industries where the expression smoke them both at the same time would be applicable. Yes. Uh, One of them is prostitution, and the other one is if you're a hitman. So you could smoke them both at the same time outside of cigars should you choose those types of jobs.
5: Well, one thing I'll tell you is these are not the same cigar. Wow. Wow. There's a difference between the two of them, that's for sure.
2: Let's talk a little bit about our lighter today. Our lighter sponsor being Vertigo. They supplied us with the Slider. It's a triple jet, big-ass tank. This, this lighter... An industry term, folks. Yes. This lighter, if it was any other company besides Vertigo, would be between $80 and $90. Flip out bullet punch. Somehow the folks at Vertigo are able to make their lighters less expensive.
5: Because they own the factory. That's You're going, and direct, you're going
1: direct to the factory. better
5: quality. And how much is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. That's insane. What? 29 So 9 and 10, if uh, you're joining us for the first time and you say, what's this all about, that these guys um, were tuning into a cigar st- show, and at the cigar show they're smoking cigar number 9 and cigar number 10. It's a blind taste test. We've done this five years ago. We did it 10 years ago, and we do it today. And um, the, this originally started on August 16th when we began selling uh, this pack, We sold it out to just shy of 500 different people. September 15th uh, began round one till October 12th. That gave everybody a chance to smoke number one through eight. So one versus two, all we wanted to know uh, by vote is what did you like better, one versus two. One versus two became cigar number nine. This went all the way through, and now we have sent out the second round, which is nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And at this point, you're lost. You have no idea what? I'm lost. What I, they are. I knew originally when, it, when it first, um, when we decided we were going to do it, I put the cigars together and said, "This is what I would want to have in there." And then we, we uh, handed everything over to Ed Santa Maria, who uh, knows that I'll never be able to remember what it is. I remember. Do I remember anything? I no. don't remember if I remember any. If I don't, but
2: uh, Barry knows the difference between. He knows which one won in one or two. Or maybe he doesn't remember, but he, you know, he he's compiling the back end. He doesn't end, but know what no they were. Names, but just he, he, he may know
5: number one became number nine, or whatever the heck that was all about. But or don't tell
2: us, Barry. We yeah, don't want to well, know.
5: But it doesn't. I don't think it matters at all. Listen, we, the whole idea of this thing at the end of it is to appreciate cigars for what they are, not for what the band
1: right. says on. them.
2: And true to form, Victor knows nothing. So
1: right, it does look like though the, the four darkest cigars made it through. <laughs> I mean, they are. They all look like they could be related. I don't believe uh, any of them are
5: related, though. They're all cigars, but I think that's as far as it goes. I think that's it. Did, did you take the band off yours? Oh, don't uh-uh. do that. Sorry.
1: You
5: <laughs> took the band off, so how are you going to know what it is? He's just so used to He's just it. used to being blind when he smokes cigars. Are you smoking them both at the same time? No,
3: not yet.
1: No, okay.
3: Not yet. I just started this one. I did a, you know, the dry yeah draw. T- how do you say that? The when dry you do draw, the dry
1: taste, dry draw, cold test. draw.
3: Cold draw. So I did that. And now I'm a little slow here. You know, I'm a turtle. I'm, I'm slow. He's really evaluating stuff. Tortuga. turtle. I'm, you know, I'm trying to give it my best effort here. You know, I didn't know that Chuck lived by a, a in a van down by the river. Was down that, by the is, river. So is that is true? Is he's dead? also
5: thrice divorced. Yeah, thrice. Wow. Not once, not twice, but thrice. How are
2: things at uh, at legacy brands going for you? Fantastic, because you never you've, better. You're uh, you're rocking all across the country. Yeah, I see on social media people are constantly talking about uh, about your cigars. Everything's good, going good. Good thing they are, because
3: I am horrible, horrible at social media. You're one step below horrible as far as social Thank media you. goes. You know what? That's great. Is there a tag for I tag you in a post, and then four
2: months later, I get a like, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the
5: hell is this?"
2: Yeah, when he gets to it, Chautauqua, sorry, Tortuga. I'm sorry. Tortuga.
5: <laughs> turtle, slow. Oh yeah, slum a little slow. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> and this isn't the first time you said it. Remember your, your third grade teacher? Oh, that was mine. That was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were very good at lunch, though. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting a lot of spice off of number nine. Both especially of these through the nose. Both of these, my guess is they're full-bodied
5: cigar one. Because they're both kind of full-bodied, don't you think? The what? Both are full-bodied. So one versus two, I think the fuller-bodied cigar won. Three versus four, I think the fuller-bodied cigar won. I think we have the two. I four. just remember you well, doing I'm, an
2: awful lot of bitching when we were smoking cigars, one versus two, and that everything was too full-bodied for you with the exception of maybe one cigar.
5: And I think it was n- number one was the
1: lighter cigar. And I don't think it made it. Well, number three was the lighter cigar. Part oh, number three? Yeah, three was the lightest. See stuff how this works? Them. Okay. Yep. And it and, and it's not here. Right. So you, that's the one thing yeah. that you can obviously tell which cigar made it through between three and four.
3: Nine okay. is a little bit more balanced, rounded. We, uh, we
5: don't want to sway anybody, though, Victor.
3: Okay. So well, there's
5: other people doing it.
3: Oh, on sorry. here. So I, I keep quiet.
5: I'm not. I'm just being careful before you before you end up saying it, that I don't like. Number 9, and I like number 10 better or anything. You can certainly talk about the things, but just don't get into, you think, w- which one is better than the other. Just because we don't want to sway them. and they, Even though there's not a wrong answer, people are going to say, well, Victor said 9 is better than 10. Got it. i got to say 9 is better than 10 because all right. he must have it right.
2: You know, I just noticed something. It's very rare for someone to just call you Victor. It's Victor
5: Vitale. Yeah, he's yeah. a man with That's f- who he's yeah. always been. Two, two names Big, all, all Victor Vitali. I know a few Victor's, but there's not enough Victor's that you have. You forced to count, call them Victor by I've always called but them. Yeah, we Vitale. are forced to call you Mr. Jonathan. We are forced to. No one's Except holding for your a sister. No. no one's holding a I'm gun. I'm going to leave it head. alone. Yeah, please I'm, do. I'm going to leave it alone. But that was. Uh, Her and
2: I had a talk after the first night. <laughs> I said, "Listen, this isn't happening right now." Yeah. And she went back
5: to Mr. Jonathan. All right. Going to ruin everything. Huh? Yeah, going to wreck the whole <laughs> years of my life built. Building up a brand. So I'm holding both in the same hand. This one, both of them. One of them has
2: a umami kind of thing going on to it. Savory, huh? And the other one is what would happen if you combined soy sauce, cinnamon, cayenne pepper, peanut butter, and a little bit of butter in a
3: pan. That's, and then you wong, put that wong, over wong, rice. Wong. That's like savory. That's that's pretty. You just you just called umami right there. Boom. I think you hit the wrong uh, the wrong element. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so but so uh, what so should we talk about taste a little bit? I mean, you know, obviously yeah. you guys are you're all about taste. You're the authority on taste. Do, yeah. Do you taste the, the, the crap that they're out out? <laughs> um, you know, I I always refer to like the sensory aspect of. Taste when someone says, "I taste this," "I taste that." The first thing I go to instead of, you know, for example, Mr. Jonathan says, "I taste cinnamon." I try to imagine the uh, the feeling of cinnamon versus the actual taste of cinnamon, so I can kind of understand a little tingly going on. Yeah,
5: little tingle going on.
3: Yeah, Hmm. you know, salty, sweet, sour, bitter. You like to keep it a little plain Jane with your descriptions of the cigar in the beginning. You know, I I don't really like to go full on banana split you know i kind of layer my notes about tasting so you know i'll start with just the dish and then the you know the ice cream and then the sprinkles and then and then i kind of layer my decision throughout you know i'm not as advanced as you i mean you could really call pine nuts from the beginning (laughs) that's because he's had a lot of nuts in
5: his mouth over the years (laughs) really yes these could be family right here these
1: two cigars they're from the same country. They they same they look strength. Like, they look like they had the same mother. One was from the postal driver, and the other one was from the UPS driver. Yeah,
3: you know, I would say wrapper priming is is similar. You know, uh, what do you think we're looking at here? Maybe uh, fifth or sixth priming.
5: It's way up there.
3: I would
1: say at do you, least. Do you count in reverse order?
2: First priming would be the on the the sensors on top, and then the sixth priming is on the top. Yeah. Okay. Last one. You
1: Jonathan, prime. which one did you get the uh, that other spice on? I'm not even going to try to say it.
5: That was uh, this one here. Number
1: 10. That's not cinnamon that he can't pronounce. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm getting that other spice on number 10. Okay. Wow. So, I mean, so I'll agree with you on that.
2: That's the one. Huh. That is a classic Thai peanut sauce recipe that I sent out over the airwaves there. I
1: don't know. I'm getting this the cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's getting it. Getting it. So
5: um, November 2nd is the end of this round, so those that are smoking it, we're smoking them all right now, but November 2nd is it. You have till November 2nd at 9 a.m. to get your votes in. At 9 o'clock, we're going to shut it off, and the, the next round is going to go out. The next round is the final round, round three, where you're going to receive two cigars, and you're going to pick one of them after that on November 22nd, we will reveal the cigars, the data, and the winner of this blind taste test. We will do it with Steve Saka. Steve Saka, who was uh, the president of Drew Estates, and uh, we're really going to get into that um, in the a, after the break. Um, Drew Estates, for those that are uh, tuning in and haven't heard the news, Drew Estates, um, despite the rumors we were spreading uh, from uh, the get-go of this. We usually call those facts. Yeah, we can't By call anyway. them facts until they happen, but you heard it first. You probably heard it first here uh, that Drew Estates was going to be sold to Swisher International. Swisher is the Swisher Sweets people, the uh, machine-made flavored cigars. Gas station cigars. Yeah, um, they bought it, um, and uh, I, where do I want to go with that? My, my, my no, is, you don't want to go there yet. You well, to,
1: let's, I heard they're coming out with pigorillos. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Did anyone
3: else hear the X-Files in their headset, or was that just me? It was just show. It's the X-Files. The, I know. think it was someone's ringer
4: downstairs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: That was just really strange. <laughs> About to talk conspiracy and the X-Files. Seriously. On. Yeah, um, we're
5: going to get into conspiracy um, after the break. I'm going to go into this Drew Estates thing uh, now. Okay. So um, I have a uh, 20-year relationship with uh, Jonathan Drew that I've known Jonathan um, when he was a uh, retailer in New York. And he had a little kiosk in the World Trade Center. And uh, he had his own little brand while he was there. It was called Samaro. And we actually carried it. And he carried uh, one of our brands. And um, he had a tough go-round uh, there. And with the brand Samero, we actually bought the clothes out of it when he was uh, going uh, sh- closing shop, basically. And uh, Jonathan moved on to a um, distributor, um, a, uh, a rep for a company, and then moved on to his own company. Went to Nicaragua and uh, tried a regular um, cigar and then moved on to the craziest one ever, which was Acid. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I certainly wasn't a believer at the beginning of it. I'm like, wow. Uh, but, the, but the amazing thing about this this guy is that he uh, tried very hard, he failed. He brushed himself off, he started again. He tried very hard, he failed, he brushed himself off, and here he is again. How do you bet against a guy like this? He's not going to quit. He's not a quitter. He makes mountains move is what he He's, does. He does. And, um, so... Um, when he was doing the Samero, by the way, um, I said, Jonathan, you, you should come to the store and help promote your brand. And he goes, what do you do with that? And I said, you go there and you stand there and I inter- introduce you to people. One of the people I introduced him to when he came up to do the first ever event he did in his life was Steve Saka, who was a customer. And Steve Saka was was an early-on cigar geek that really loved cigars. And um, I ac- actually gave Jonathan last time I saw him as a picture of him and Steve Saka together that day. Nice. Uh, when I had just happened to take pictures inside the store of the event that was going on. And uh, later, Steve became uh, president of Drew Estates. A couple of years ago, or last year, just last year, Steve Saka um, retired from or gave his resignation to Drew Estates. I knew something was going on at that point anyway. Something's happening. Uh, later on, the uh, the blender, the main guy there, uh, he left also. So something ends up happening. Um, they end up selling out to Swisher, and um, it is confirmed, and uh, the press release went out, so uh, there's no more need to hold back of what's happening there. Uh, I look on um, social media and all the chat boxes and things. Barry, I was looking through it this morning, and... Um, they're calling uh, Drew Estates no longer the rebirth of cigars, but the afterbirth of cigars. <laughs> Swisher Estate. Listen, th- this is mean people that are out yeah, there. I, w- I want to start by saying to Jonathan and Marvin, the two guys that started the company, and everybody else that's, that's there that's been there for years and years from the get-go, congratulations to you all. I Absolutely. I very good. They worked hard for it. They deserve it. Uh, but, as we get into here uh, i 'm looking what other people are doing and, and taking the bad road i mean calling them sellouts and that, um, how emotionally hurt the consumer is that that he sold his company out and uh, listen it 's business that 's what it is I, I just they really created a um, underground a family a whole something. niche thing going yeah, on. yeah really something that people
1: are, are really bothered by it i'm gonna piss people off with this go, go ahead. ahead a lot of the Drew state fans to me are social misfits to a degree and jd is a social misfit as well wow at least he comes off you know he's a little bit loony he's a little bit crazy uh but in a good way and i think people were able to relate to that and they felt betrayed I, I saw a thing before when they say the misfits of the world or
5: something, and it was, um, like, the most famous people. Edison and, uh, you know, the scientists. Yeah. And, and Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, if that's what you want to call him. I, he's a good, good guy, and he worked very hard at it. And, and when you want to talk legislation, uh, Marvin moved into Washington, D.C. and fought for all of us. Uh, they worked hard. They deserved it, and, and, and I'm, I'm happy for them, and, and that's the truth. Um, some are waiting right now for the grape flying pigs. These are things that are out there that, you know, people are making uh, because of the cross between the two. Or the Tropical Thunder Liga Pavatas. Yeah, I don't think you'll see any of that. But um, there, there is a panic right now um, of BS before Swisher. The BS version of Drew Estate Cigars or the BS. Which is every
2: cigar that's going to come out until the first of the year. It's not a, it's not a panic yet.
5: Well, I looked through the, the numbers this week of what is the number one selling thing we have. And the number one company at Two Guys Smoke Shop this week is Drew Estates. Wow. wow. they are they
3: buying all the League
5: of Provadas. They're buying everything. Yeah.
1: They're buying everything Smart. BS
5: before
1: Swisher or AD after Drew. In some of the Facebook groups, you've got to see the prices that people are selling stuff for. It's oh, like yeah. mass hysteria. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is going on. So uh, some
5: think that nothing will change uh, with this um, change to Swisher. Others think everything will change. I'm leaning more towards everything will change. Um, Everybody thinks they can do it better or they have a different direction that's going to go in. Certainly, things are going to change. It is not going to stay the same. Nothing can. Maybe it will get better.
1: I hope. I hope. I can only think of one company that's gotten better post-sale. For me, that would be, I don't know if I should say it, but for me, Camacho got better. It it, it certainly sells more. I love Christian. I think he's a great individual, but I don't think any brands have gotten better post-sale. You're going to see acid
5: cigars in particular become mass market. They're going to go into many, many, they're going to grow unbelievable numbers, like um, when Ernesto Carrillo sold Gloria Cubana to General Cigar they they went from being in 300 stores across the country to being 3000 stores across the country Tenfold. In, in 30 days that was like the beginning yes so this is what i see is going to happen to that it's going to be a mass produced cigar because that's what swisher is they're number one the number one selling cigar in the in the world is swisher right for domestic machine-made, it's billions. I, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, it's billions. That that's what it is. What I do know is Trisha uh, Swisher tried at premium cigars three times in the 30 years that I've been in business. Each time has been a huge failure. It never worked. Uh, what I also do know is Swisher stopped selling to us, Two Guy Smoke Shop, direct, after we changed the law in New Hampshire and separated premium cigars from other cigars. At that point, I got a phone call from them, and they said, we're not going to sell you anymore because of that move wow. that I made. Okay? So I don't know if that means anything where I can't buy Drew Estate cigars anymore because Swisher refused to, refused to sell me because I went up against what they wanted. And what they wanted is to be, not be separated. And now they aren't because they are premium and, and they can make the argument right now that it is the same. And it's not the same. But now they, they bought the right to be able to say that because they're in it. This is what I know. Uh, what does this do for Drew Estates? It's massive distribution, none of which will be premium. The distribution, they're never going to get the premium end. You're not going to see Liga Pavadas in the gas station. And I see people saying it on the chat boxes and things like that, that, uh, oh, Liga Pavada is going to be in every gas station. now. absolutely will not happen. Um, they are in the mass distribution of it. They can't make enough of those cigars to even bother with. What will end up happening with it? I don't know.
3: You know, let me just add yeah. something. What makes people think that the gas station wants to sell Liga Pavada? Yeah.
5: yeah, $17 cigar. Right. Come on.
3: It's just not in their game no, to do that. No, it's not.
5: Um what it does for Drew Estate also is create a ton of money within that infrastructure. So uh, I heard lots of people talking out there that they were in the financial uh, back end and all this stuff and say, imagine that. all. Listen, I owe money. I'm in the back end, and I'm and I'm 29 years in the business, and, and I have debt. So debt uh, isn't an awful thing. It's not a terrible thing to do it. But uh, now I'm sure they have no debt. There is no debt. So uh, they're strong when it it comes to money right now. And they have a uh, strong connection with premium and non-premium cigars right now. They're going to get that mass distribution I talked about. Um, And they are going to now probably get into they're all the same, as I said. Um, This is a great deal for Drew Estates themselves Uh, and Swisher. I think uh, it was a good buy for both of them, for, for Drew Estates to get out, for the Swisher to buy them. As I said, I'm happy for Jonathan Drew. I'm happy for Marvin. I'm happy for all the folks in there. Uh, from what I understand, um, they don't have to worry about their jobs right now. That is correct. That, that's what everybody ends up saying anyway. But uh, it's a whole different game, folks. You know, it's a whole different game out there. Um, it is bad. Who is it bad for? I think it's bad for the premium cigar industry, in my opinion. I don't think this is a good thing, uh, bringing in a mass distributor, um, somebody we, me personally, was trying to separate from, and that's why they stopped doing business with me, to say our our stuff is different than that stuff. I think it's bad for the premium cigar retailers, not just me, but for all premium cigar retailers. And I think it's bad for the premium cigar consumer. Swisher is a domestic machine-made flavored cigar um, and Fighting in legislation, they're the ones that always come up at every legislative meeting where they throw a pack of bubblegum blunts or, or, you know, whatever. They are the the problem when it comes to premium ends. That's why I wanted to separate themselves. Not that they're not a great business. They're a great business. Not my business. Right. Uh, It's business, though. That's what ended up happening. We have Steve Saka coming out uh, um, with his own company in 2015, um, and that will be the rebirth of Drew Estates or whatever you want to call it at that point. People will be looking at that at that point where that goes. We're going to have Steve on, on the November, what is it? The November 22nd, 20 second. the November 22nd show. I tried to get him here, um, two weeks ago, uh, knowing that this is when the word was going to come out and he was going to be traveling somewhere else. And, um, he couldn't do it. But in the future, we're going to be able to get people, Chuck, on, on, uh, the, Google, yeah. on the thing, right? So that'll be good because now we have the Google Hangouts or something. What
2: exactly is – what's the definition of domestic? Because they're not made in the United States.
5: Uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Right, okay. So machine-made, mass-produced, uh, non-tobacco ingredients. Formerly made in the United For, States, formally, that's why. Yeah, formally. formally yeah. known as the artist.
3: Yeah. The category name will most likely never change, but – Gotcha. Yeah, That's,
5: so we do that. Anyway, it is uh time for this day in Classic History brought to you our friends by brought to you by our friends at Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battle.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: but now it's time for
2: the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, Tell anyone about this, I'll f- kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history,
0: it is looking at you, kid.
2: Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like
1: that,
4: baby? They didn't know where that came from, yeah!
2: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. let Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
5: Victor Vitali, you have to pick one of these clowns. I mean, one of these guys from the Cigar authority. My partner. Who is going to be your partner? My Robin. Yes. Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Here we go. Jonathan. Oh,
2: my God. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout-out, by the way, to Buddy and Marjorie. Uh, listening in alabama no not alabama where they nashville nashville tennessee uh that's where they listen from Uh, buddy is a blind guy oh buddy he's a uh, pipe smoker and uh, he had the most interesting question that i've heard in the history of me working in the industry both years uh how what would be the best way for a blind man to carve a pipe and my advice would be have the blade go away from you that's all i have there we go
5: good advice Okay, so it's going to be a three-way, and it's going to be uh, Mr. Jonathan with Victor Vitali. So it's the closest we're go- going over. You know how to do it, Victor. You're actually That's listening to the already. show, right? Yeah. Today is October 25th. It's Katy Perry's birthday. Katy Perry, pop Damn singer who gained fame in 2008 for a release of her controversial hit, I Kissed a Girl. And it was voted Woman of the Year in Billboard in 2012. In 2014, she became the first person to reach 50 million Twitter followers. Were they fake friends, Barry? Mm -hmm. And the daughter of uh, two Uh, pastors, she wasn't allowed to listen to anything but gospel music while she was growing up. And then the next thing you know, she's kissing girls and stuff. She was born today, Katy Perry. Chuck Morrison, what year was she born? So I have 1981. 1981. Barry, yeah, 85. This is 85. the winner right here.
2: 1975.
5: 1975. Barry, what did you say? 85. Chuck gets it. 84. What did, wow. 81. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a... So Chuck gets that point. Either way, we lost that yeah. one. Today is the birth date of Pablo Picasso. Pablo Picasso, the painter, the sculptor, who co-founded the cubist movement <laughs> no idea and co-invented several new styles of art including construction constructed sculpture collage and plastic right. arts Pablo Picasso was born today Mr. Jonathan We're going to go with uh, 1890 1890 Barry 1750 1750 Chuck 1880 1880 but 1881 damn are you kidding me Chuck wow you were one away from an 1800. Very, very good. Today's the birth date of Nancy Cartwright. Do you know who Nancy Cartwright is? She would be... Uh, Boss's mother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going with. It is, she supplies the voice for Bart Simpson on the most successful animated TV show in history, The Simpsons. She trained to be a voice actor while attending college at UCLA. It's Nancy Cartwright. She is Bart Simpson. Who was actually a girl, if you didn't know it. Born today, Barry Stein, what year? 1953. 1953.
2: Mr. Jonathan. I'm going to say 71. Uh,
5: 1965. What did you say, Barry? 53. 53 will take it. 57. (sighs) Wow. Nice. Fail. Victor, we're not even on the board. Not on the board. And today is the birthday of Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez is one of the greatest pitchers in baseball history. Eight-time All-Star, three-time Cy Young Award winner, Pedro Martinez helped lead the Boston Red Sox to the World Series victory in 2004, killing the Yankees, Barry, breaking the team's 86-year championship drought. Born today from the Dominican Republic, Pedro Martinez... What do you got, Victor Vitale?
1: 1978. 1978. Barry. April 23rd, 1971. What? Are you cheating? <laughs> no. What? My nickname used to be Barry Stats. But so so. he was born today. Oh, he was born today. Never mind. Ding, ding, ding.
4: October 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> but you got it. You weren't... When they include the month, month and day, you're done.
5: I thought he was Googling it or
3: doing something. Wait but a minute. What do you mean he got it? He got it. Two points. How did he it get it? 1971. 19- he said April something. Well, 1971.
1: 1971. But he, he was going for oh. bonus points. Unless he oh. was going to say "I Oh, he was June. going for bonus no, points. I, I That's had,
5: right. I had 74. Barry, two-point Barry. So you, he's how a, do you know that stat? That's he's a, baseball. He's a baseball player. Yeah. Stop yeah. doing baseball questions. Baseball and hockey. I want a baseball player's birthday. That's disturbing. Baseball That's and uh, hockey. hockey.
1: Baseball and <laughs> hockey. I'll throw you guys under
5: the table all the time. <laughs> Wow, Chuck, you need a point here to catch him. You other guys forget about it. Today's the birthday of Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. Pop singer, songwriter of the 70s anthem I Am Woman. I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. 25 of her songs were charted in the United States including Delta Dawn Angie Baby. Her nickname the Queen of 70s Pop. Hello. Little known fact, she was a backup Hello. singer to Gene Simmons in Kiss. Really? From Australia. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Helen Reddy, born today, what year? I, I'm, I'm going to go to you guys. We're gonna, Reddy, c- we'll can, we sh-
3: can we get like a three-pointer here? No. Yeah. Can we get an extra point? No, but you can get, go, you get on the board. 1952.
5: We're going to go 52. 52, Barry. 48. 48. 51. You're all over. 41. Hey, You're all me. over. Oh. And that is it. That is it. Uh, you know what I was going to use for, for a tiebreaker today? Happened this day? Cuban President Fidel Castro... Announced that mother. The transaction uh, using the American dollar was banned actually this day in 2004. But this classic day brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a Classic Cigar. We're going to take a break. Who won? Oh, it was uh, Barry Stein. Ah. Barry Stein is the champion. Thank you. Thank you.
2: I think you'll choose a little more wisely next time. Okay, (laughs) we're going to take
5: a break. We come back. Uh, We're two for two in the rumor mill right now. And um, back from the IPCPR, we told you that everything was going in the acquisition mode. And we were right. We'll talk to Victor Vitali about that and give you the next three. Also, we're going to tell you the conspiracy theory that I have put together. It's make-believe. Or is it? It may come true. The FDA wants this to happen. Some cigar companies want this to happen. Stick around. It's going to get funky. It's Garofalo's Believe It or Not. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar
6: five bucks and a comfortable chair genius
4: meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana subito wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit
2: brickhousesigars.com. cigar smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh, yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah.
4: Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle.
2: Live well. Hey, this is Cigar Smoking Citizen Steve Saka, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
5: And we're back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We're going to give you nonsense today. Cigar companies and cigar brands are being acquired. It makes big chances in the cigar industry, but why are they happening? Why is it happening now, all at the same time? Is this a coincidence? I think not.
2: <laughs> well, that I, was a rhetorical question.
5: And I'll explain. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking uh, blind tasting, number nine and number ten, oxidized penny. I don't know. I'm hearing all kinds of – this should still go on while the commercials are going should on. should still be taping. the funniest stuff is said <laughs> during breaks. Well, because we can get away with saying
2: stuff without hurting anyone's feelings when the things come out.
5: And, and, and the, 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 the swear, some of which I've never even heard before <laughs> – that's Victor. I mean, that's a whole Philly thing that you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Philly's in the house. So uh Tarano in La goes to General Cigar. Now Drew Estates goes to Swisher. The question is why, okay? Now we're thinking that. Could it be that the FDA controls distri- wants to control distribution like cigarettes via only five companies. This happens in Europe. This happens in the liquor industry. This happens in cigarettes. This happens in all things, except the weird thing that happens is in cigars that we can actually, for very little money, somebody can get into the cigar business. You say it all the time. The barrier to entry is almost zero. Almost zero. You you order some bands and you get some cigars. Next thing you know, you started a cigar company. Highly taxed product that has different tax from state to state, different age requirements from state to state, and then letting every little mom-and-pop little guy, Victor, nothing personal, but you're a, you're a one-man operation, basically. Pretty much, yeah. You and your very hot wife. And <laughs> what And what do you think the government thinks of that, that they have no control over you, basically?
3: Uh, well, geez, I can go on for hours about that. But uh, what you're talking about, it, it, the cigar business is really treated like the, the art business. You know, it's not as regulated as those other uh, industries you were talking about that have that A, B, C tier system. Yep. And, uh, you know, just from doing the research recently uh, more in depth, you can see that, more than ever, tobacco is uh, uh, like ammunition and guns and all these other things that yep. could potentially be on the barter system in the future are being heavily regulated.
5: Well, my belief in, into this conspiracy theory that I am creating myself, so this is not like the rumors that, that we have talked about in the past where we actually knew really the answers before we ended up saying them. This is completely me making this up, but it, it stems from the... FDA saying, you have to uh, um, be a cigar, $10 or over to become a premium cigar. Why would they say that? Where did that come from? They don't know nothing about it, and it would be the first time something's regulated because of price. Why would that happen? So I scratched my head when I first saw that, and I said, there's got to be a back-end reason to that. Also, they said, if the cigar brand has come out in seven years or less, two
2: thousand seven, it, yeah.
5: it has to go through FDA regulations on top of that. Why? Why would they arbitrarily pick that number out and say, um, okay, somebody's been in business for six years. You have to now go to, uh, arbitra- to uh, regulation. And when I say regulation, I'm talking about you've got to give us millions and millions of dollars and wait many, many years. In other words, you're not going to make it.
3: Who wrote the bill? Isn't, didn't Kennedy uh, co-write that bill? And supposedly that's the date that that bill was written originally
5: or proposed bill? I don't know. But the, the date doesn't really make any sense either does the price right you're telling me a 9 dollar cigar is less premium than a 10 dollar cigar and one is a, should be regulated and the other one shouldn't who pay you your, your cigars have a price you made that price up that's right. You decided this is the price.
3: Sure, sure. based on uh, tobacco costs, labor cost, import costs, taxes, and how, else. And
5: how much profit you want to make. And sure. You, and you based everything inside there. So you picked the number out. That's what you ended up deciding. If your cigar is a $9 cigar, you can make a $10 cigar and become a premium cigar at this point. The problem is you don't have enough years in as that brand, so they don't want you to be there. Why? What is the reason behind it? And this is where my conspiracy comes from. They only want big tobacco companies, big cigar companies, to be able to live through this process because they want the money from them. Easier to collect the money. They're going to be able to collect the money. Easier. You can go to five, five wells. And yep.
3: get water every time.
5: And that or means, you
2: could try to go to 55,000
3: wells and almost never. That means less jobs, less people reporting, less people interacting. So it's easier for the government to take the money from the public with uh, less hands yeah. in the pot. Try to
5: start your own cigarette brand right now. Impossible. It's impossible. The Indians can do you it. But Philip Morris can do it. Sure. Okay. So now let's let's go to the cigar industry. Into continuing on to this conspiracy, where what I see how this ends up is there are five cigar companies at the end of this. Shoot. So in order for that to happen, we have to have some consolidation that that we just saw. So let's take Swisher for instance, who nobody saw coming out. You know, Swisher. What the hell would they get into the premium cigar all these years? Now, all of a sudden, they get into the premium cigar. Obviously, it has everything to do with FDA at that point. So you get Swisher, who buys Drew Estates. And they have uh, – Drew Estates has some products that they could do very well with that they could put on the mass market. But they also have premium cigars, and they could be one of these five. You've got to really back up yep. to House of Oxford before you go any further. Well, the, the Alex Goldman, who was House That's of Oxford, right – um, where, where they had um, retail and mail order uh, and direct-to-consumer became becomes the president of the uh, premium end of them. And then they end up buying Drew Estates. Okay? So very interesting, right? I see. Mm-hmm. The gears are turning over here. Now, you know who runs the domestic end of um, Swisha, The domestic end?
3: No, I don't know who runs that. Okay,
5: that's Fufi Reyes.
3: Oh, yeah. He's the producer down in the uh, Dominican Republic. Right. Yeah. They just
5: got that contract about two or three years ago. Right. Foofy makes premium cigars, and Debonair, for instance, makes all their products through F- Foofy's factory. Right. Foofy's son is fourth generation. Yeah. Now, in there, all the... Um, blunt wraps. Blunt wraps are created, along with, I think, two, three million cigars a day are pumped out of there. This is the consolidation that happens. The only thing they're missing right now, if that consolidation has happened, is a direct-to-consumer. So now you've got somebody like Thompson out there or something a Thompson, and now there is the full package. Okay, we'll call that company number one.
2: Okay, okay Swisher, that's
5: company number one, then? That's company number one. I called it. Company number two, you've got General Cigar, that's Swisher, which actually is going public. I mean, uh, Swedish Match, that's going public right now. They acquired, before they went public, Tarano and Lachia. Along with that, the rumor was that they're going to take E.P. Carillo, that they're going to take Oliva, that they're going to take Zykar. They're probably going to take Gurkha and Rocky Patel along with it. They produce most of Rocky Patel's cigars, and they own CI. There is number two. And part of Placencia. Yeah. That's public.
2: Yeah. Ah, and Placencia makes the other part of Rocky Patel's production, which makes that... Uh, the smarter buyer, along,
5: along with tobacco fields and everything else that yeah. goes along. As with far that. as I know, they all own right. like so, 50% of Plasencia, right. right? There's a monster, right? It's Boom. a monster. Okay. So there it is. There's number two, we'll call him. That's two. number two. <laughs> That's number two. Okay. Okay. So now we have number three. Maybe this is a little closer to This Yehavia. one's the scariest one right here. Now we have Fuente. So Fuente, who owns 50% of Ashton, who is probably the number one um, buyer of my father's, yep. my father's factory that helped fund the thing, they ordered so Absolutely. many cigars. And Tatuaje, and they have Holtz as their end-to-consumer spot. They pick up J.C. Newman because they dis- they distribute their stuff and they make the stuff for them. And there becomes number three.
3: That's uh, three fully integrated,
2: fully companies. integrated, yep. all together. To bottom. Yeah, you got manufacturing, you've got distribution, and you have direct-to-consumer. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Three companies. So now that's number three. That's number three. There it is. So now you have Altatus. Now Altatus has a problem. Altatus is owned by Imperial Tobacco, who um, is the distributor of Habanos. They're this is all, some
2: grassy Knoll
5: stuff right here. Well, there's, there's the Helms-Burton Act, and I don't know how much time I have. Back into the right. Back to the right, back to the right. Um, you got time. Let's talk about Helms Burton and then right. we'll, we'll Helms Burton says you can't own stock in a company that you make m- profit off of a um, product that's made in Cuba. So if you own stock in Imperial Tobacco, which is a publicly traded company in the U.S., and somebody buys a Cohiba cigar in Spain and a dollar and you end up making a penny, you just made profit off of, of a Cuban product. It's against right. the law. Altatus has to be sold. It has to be sold. And who. Now, hang on. It non-public- just,
2: yeah, it does, doesn't just have to be sold. It has to be sold to so, somebody that's not publicly traded correct. because you'd run into the same exact problem. That's right. Now it has who to, is big enough to buy
3: Altatis? Altatis. And the only one left is Davidoff. What happens retroactively there? So they're already public, right? Who? Altadis. Well, Imperial Tobacco. Imperial
2: Tobacco. tobacco, is. tobacco is. Imperial Tobacco. Is. Yeah. Okay.
5: So now Davidoff has to buy Altatis because of Helms Burton, and they control huge names that's there along with every Cuban cigars, and Davidoff was a Cuban cigar brand at one time, and now they end up here. Hand- they're a worldwide company. Perfect. they got Europe. they got the United States. They're growing leaps and bounds at that point. Maybe they pick up uh, a Padron at that yeah. point, and now they're well, and there, was,
2: there was a rumor this week, and this is just a rumor, and I do have to protect my source on this, mm-hmm. but that uh, Davidoff was meeting with... Zycar this past week.
5: I see Zykar going with General only I because do as they, well. they sold the HC brand to, to them already. But that
2: doesn't mean that someone else doesn't come in
5: as a higher bidder. And it, it's an accessory. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Or does it? Or does it? <laughs> well, Altus owns JR. So there's their there's, direct. Con- now you got on. one, two, let me, three. Let me say it. That's number four. That is number four. All right. What's number five? So number five, you have probably the biggest of all. Philip Morris, who owns Black and Mild. Black and Mild is a machine-made cigar, mass-produced. It's probably the number one selling unit uh, product in the United States of cigars. And they're Philip Morris. They're the monster. They're Altria, they're the biggest there is. They're not in the premium division yet. So now they've got to buy somebody that's got it all and somebody they have a relationship with already. And that would be La Aurora. Wow. La, which is the... Um, handles the distribution of, of Marlboro in the yeah. Dominican Republic. You're talking a monster company that can do it all, and maybe they buy a couple of little guys in between, hopefully Victor Vitale, what would be, because nobody at the end of this nobody survives. Nobody, lives. Yeah. nobody else lives.
2: What would be their direct-to-consumer outlet? Because every one of these other four has a mail order, so that means that they've got the advantage.
1: Who
5: would they have to
2: absorb to be able to have directs? I'm going to
1: add a little little fuel to this fire. All right. As you know, I've gone to the Dominican Republic numerous times.
2: That makes you an expert on whatever you're about to say.
1: (laughs) But Guillermo León has said that he wanted to figure out a way to sell direct to the consumer. And he said this to a group of us bloggers sitting on the deck of Camp David one night. And we were all asking him, why would you want to sell direct to consumers? So Philip Morris buys them. But now <laughs> now, but no, now this all makes sense that all these companies, evidently they've been talking about it. Because if four years ago he was talking to it, getting our opinion of it, this has to be something that was in their thought process for years Well, who's
2: left it that already has
3: Famous? Through process
2: of yep. elimination. Could yep. be, they could scoop
3: yep. up Famous There's and many. that would wrap that whole thing up. There's many still.
5: Yeah. And the and the, you know you got to look at some uh, between a companies
1: or something is, is uh, and off the air I can provide a link to make that look not so bad I just don't want to publicly put it out there
2: You want to just whisper it in my ear and I'll say it no.
1: Chicken. but famous La Aurora makes a lot of sense Yeah
5: yep. Okay Well this is I and I'm gonna and I preface this by continuing to say it over and over I just made this up. I made it up. There is absolutely nothing, nothing that is true to what I said here. Well, Wouldn't it be weird if it comes you true? You can't
2: say there's nothing that's true because there's an awful lot of evidence that's pointing. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's probably a duck. So th- there's a lot of
5: this that does make sense. It looks duck-like. It all stems from why does the FDA want to do what they're doing? It doesn't make any sense. Somebody is funding
2: from the back end to make this happen is what it looks like.
5: Why doesn't it make any sense? Why seven years? Why $10 a cigar? Why now? And before this is about to happen, why would somebody in their right mind buy Drew Estates that 90% of their business is flavored cigars that would be dumped out and the FDA would shut down? And right before they do that, they're going to end up buying a company. Why would that happen? It's it not a
2: smart business move if you just look at it look at it based on and, what everybody knows. And they're knows. not dumb.
5: Right. They're not dumb. Exactly. And, and what, and right the answer's before, not in plain sight. And right before this is happening, why would General Cigar buy Tarano? They don't have cigars over ten years old, over ten dollars a cigar. Why would they buy La who's brand new, they're one year old.
3: So that becomes the trademark thing. Right. So the tr- but they tra- did. They just dished out lots pre- of
5: money. Why would you end up dishing out money? You know, you're not going sun- around, to buy a round of drinks when the, when the bar's closing in 10 seconds. Well, shots is one thing.
3: Trademark pre 2007 becomes, uh, uh,
5: you know, uh, a, a higher priced for bid item. There's a, they're, they're out there going from place to place and they're talking to every manufacturer right now, these big guys. They're going from place to place. This is the rumors that, these are rumors that, you know, but people see people. I mean, they were at the trade show. They were all at the trade show. They were at the
3: trade show. Oh, yeah. Walking around, seeing what was going on. You have Exhibit A right there. Put that in a Ziploc bag. No,
5: I invented this. I made this up. Put that in a Ziploc bag. They're, the FDA's at the door right now. They're coming to collect that from No, me. this is just made up just because I'm, I'm a, such a geek. I've got to look into it. But it all stems from the question of
1: why. You why? might, wa- might want to have somebody start your car for you from now on. <laughs>
5: There's no truth to this. I made it up.
1: <laughs> you may still want to have someone start your car.
5: Here's the thing. When we come back, who is next? for acquisition. Barry's got his top three, I believe he has there. Uh, We'll give you the top three and uh, see if we really do have a crystal ball. We have uh, questions in the mailbag. We have events and promotions coming up. New cigars hitting the shelf. News from Barry, gentlemen. Chuck Morrison, and the old fart Freddy is in the aging room ready to go. Uh, We will smoke two more cigars in the next hour. What do you guys think of this so far? These cigars. I know which one I'm voting
2: for. Yeah, I know which one I'm voting for too, and I'd like to keep my comments to myself. I don't want to so, sway anybody. So one opinion. of these
5: is much better than the others.
2: No much doubt better. About it's it. not even a contest. Not even a contest. But I three three right. I believe we're all three for three right now.
1: No, I think we're on different pages. Oh, oh, really? Yes.
2: Can't say that I'm surprised.
1: Oh, I'm thinking. I'm See, liking the one. it's like not the that
2: homo
5: that sandwich you thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking the one that was giving you a drawer difficulty.
5: Okay. All right, so I don't know if that was interesting at all or not, but I find it fascinating from from the uh, from the mind of me as I see it. That's uh, all I can say there. We're going to be back with hour number two in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, when you're smoking your cigar number nine and number ten, and pondering what you
2: think is going to happen in the world of acquisitions, always remember keep the lid end. Out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time.
4: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar
5: known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
4: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker
5: and even more bolder. in your face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh,
2: that may be wrong. Well, I'm
5: going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right.
2: Bromance. United Cigar.
4: Available in natural or Maduro.
2: Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D
5: for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both.
0: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
6: This is Jonathan Carney with a Florida Vancouver. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart.
3: This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson, Steve Saka.
1: Hi,
6: this is Phil Zangi. This it's
0: a little bit of shake is the Cigar Authority.
6: And Fake!
0: The authority on everything cigar. Yeah. Us you used to hearing. And out of the cigar industry. Go. with your host. That's a lovely accent you have. David
4: Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria! <laughs>
0: well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Hey Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein.
3: That's what I love about
0: these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Mom! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. It's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, Cal. Woo! Shake it back! Boom.
5: We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. In this hour, who is next for acquisition? You heard our theory on the FDA and the Big Five. Who will drop next? What are our predictions? We have Cigar News with Barry. We'll open the mailbag. We'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison, Old Fire Freddy, in the aging room, and lots more. Uh, we'll even check to our calendar for interviews and events coming up real soon. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is
2: always broadcast on location. This week, high atop the worldwide headquarters in uh, Studio FU here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you've got so many options to catch the show. You can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube, Google, Google Hangouts, iTunes, and I don't know what else Chuck is going to add next week. Uh,
5: You can set it and forget it on all of them, though. There we go. So uh, 9 versus 10 is what we smoked. You guys were so convinced that you had the right one, that your decision was it's only one. We go to commercial, and we talk to the other people, and they had the opposite one you had. And hey, they were convinced.
2: You know what? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, especially as, if as it's wrong. As wrong as it is. As exactly. As wrong <laughs> as it is.
5: So uh, that's it. I'm going to put 9 and 10 down because I have to go to 11 and 12. And we... Uh, Again,
1: uh, Dave, those listen, you remember the TV show Welcome Back, Hotter? Yes, remember how they used to say film before a live studio audience? Yep, I feel like that's what we're doing today. Yes, because there's people here watching,
5: and and you say in front of the audience we end up being calmer and and uh quieter when we were in Seabrook. I noticed that we do. Yeah, is it happening here? No, nah. no, okay. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, look at me already starting to cut it. You can't even pay the bills right. <laughs> can't even do it right now. It's time to cut our cigars. We're going to cut 11 and 12. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we'll cut our cigars and we'll give them a light. We'll smoking two at once. Once again, kids, don't try this at home. We are professionals. You should only smoke one at a time while keeping both lit ends out of your mouth.
2: What you got to do is you got to go double foot sniff. (laughs) This one's Dominican. And then this one's Nicaraguan. At the same time, I pulled it out. My brain separated them. I have no idea if that's true. It was a guess.
5: Hmm. Dry tasting them. All right. What are we using here for a lighter? The Vertigo Slider, twenty nine ninety nine. Because you push down and the top kind of slides. Slides. Bullet cutter in the bottom. Big tank. Heavy metal body. Heavy metal. Triple jet. It's frame, a full
2: metal jacket on that bad boy.
5: AC/DC. And it's um, only twenty nine ninety nine. It's a good lighter. It fits good in my hand. I like it. It, even despite lighting two cigars at the same time, that has to be a, a big lighter. It's not getting too hot on me. You know, sometimes you hold a lighter and you you pressing down on it, and your finger starts getting hot because. Yeah, you figure-
2: Well, the 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 top acts is a little bit of a shield.
1: Pressing down on it fits in his hand. I don't know where this is going. It's going nowhere, Barry. <laughs> you always go there.
2: I do have a story to tell about Dave and pressing down. You don't have to go to the area. where
5: what happens in Tampa, stays in Tampa It wasn't in Tampa, so I'm no, safe. It wasn't.
2: So we're at the Boston airport, and uh, obviously, I'm completely secure in my sexuality. Victor, is this the cavity search room again? Oh no, this is way better than cavity searching. Okay. So Dave says to Chuck and I, "Hey guys." We're here three hours early because we're traveling with Dave, and that's mm. how he rolls. You're late. You're, that's late. <laughs> that's yeah. late. Yeah, we're pushing it. So he says, why don't we get a massage? And I said, you know what? That's a good idea. So we go in, and I take immediately, I take an inventory of what we're working with as far as massage therapists. We got two very hot girls. And I, don't know, I don't
5: know about that. That's, one that's guy. really pushing you it. You wouldn't
2: know because you yeah. would, didn't partake. <laughs> He's <laughs> talking temperature. not. Yeah. So I said to Dave and Chuck... It looks like the guy is occupied. I got no issue. I'll get a massage from him. man. He was getting
5: given a massage. You right. guys
2: go ahead because well, the woman. two girls are open. So Dave takes his phone and he starts Facebooking or whatever he's doing. And the girl ushers him down and he sits down in a massage chair. Not right. the one we're going to get massage. The one that has the manual adjustment that does it automatically. While so he's sitting there and the girl tugs on my sleeve and says, you come with me. And I look up and I go, uh, guys, they're both Facebooking. And I'm like, yeah, screw it. So yeah. I get... A girl. And then now it's Dave and Chuck, and there's a girl and a guy. And the girl says to Chuck, all right, I'm ready for you. And Chuck, being the Nobody gentleman wants that the he fat is, guy.
5: That's what the it is. gentleman
2: that he is, says to Dave, Dave, why don't you go, and I'll go last? And Dave says, absolutely not. Having not taken any stock in what's going on there at all, I'm all set. You go, you go ahead. I, I have says Are you sure? And Dave says, absolutely, you go ahead of me. Now, I'm bordering on uncontrollable laughter because I know what's about to happen. So he's Facebooking, he's Facebooking, and then the guy comes up and says, all right, sir, you're next. And Dave says out loud, oh, no.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I it was really messed up. nonstop ribbing the rest of the time, and I didn't have the heart to take a picture of it. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I wish you had too. that on uh, video. Did it move?
5: I didn't move. He was nervous. <laughs> I didn't move. He was nervous that it was going to move. <laughs> I didn't move. He wow. was very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That poor, wow. that poor
2: male massage therapist gets an oh no from Dave.
5: And I knew it was so bad because I, he was doing a good job or whatever, but I, I couldn't enjoy myself at all. Oh, because off. I know it's, I'm never going to hear the internet. The it guy's happen.
2: like, you're so tense. And Dave goes, just keep going. <laughs> just keep
5: going. Would he, you like me to use any lube? He says, Do you so. have to word it that way. Do you, want it, do you want it hotter or softer? As hot as you can.
1: <laughs> wow. It was bad. I was... never knew you were the rough type. Yeah. He's... Could you go deeper, sir? Uh,
5: <laughs> people walking <laughs> by. <laughs> people walking by. It was, oh, yeah. like, right <laughs> it was it's so true. It was bad. It was bad. It was awesome. Why so did they, you how were how in they the chair, do that to somebody?
3: You're looking at people walking by while you're in the chair going, you're next.
2: No, everybody was running away. My God. That was good. You didn't have to take your pants off. I mean,
5: it was just a shoulder (laughs) massage. That—that was the part that I found the most awkward. And after we landed, where were you for the next hour on a back at that airport? My God, washing your hands. Yeah, (laughs) it just wouldn't come off. I just took hot, hot showers. It just couldn't go away. He's crying in the shower. All right. Uh, so we, 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 uh, what do we miss? Social media? We miss social media. All right. So let's, let's take a peek into social media right now. Brought to you by our friends at uh, <coughs> Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by
2: Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you, balanced flavor try a recluse cigar today and these are the best tweets i saw all week the sore purpose of a child's middle name is so he can tell when he's really in trouble yes definitely don't how even many, go there how many different animals did we have to jump on the backs of before we discovered that horses were cool with it yeah I've been reading up on the thesaurus lately because a mind is a terrible thing to garbage. Mm. My extra sensitive toothpaste doesn't like it when I use other toothpastes. (laughs) And the best tweet I saw all week... Now that food has replaced sex in my life, it is tough for me to get into my own pants. (laughs) Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect draw every time. time. That's funny because it's true.
5: (laughs) That's the one you tweeted anyway, so it's. Is that what I mean? I used it. That was me.
1: Uh, Bad News Barry. What do you got for uh, news happening around the world? Well, it's not all bad this week, but all last right. week uh, when you guys were down in Tampa, uh, you mentioned about the World Health Organization and the meetings that were held in Russia. Yeah, um, got a, worse. Yeah, there's a talk of a 70% cigar, uh, tobacco tax coming out of that. Worldwide. Worldwide. but also, Not in the
5: U.S., not in
1: your state. Worldwide. Well, so far it wouldn't affect the U.S. because the mm. U.S. is not part of the WHO treaty. Yeah, um, well, <sighs> They're one of three countries that are not. Well, when there's extra money involved, they, they may want
5: to get involved, although it would be the majority of the money. So maybe we wouldn't do it, although China. Who collects that money? billion. Who? Who? For what? It, what? I mean, for who? medical research. <laughs>
1: Who's on first? What is this? Who's on first, the, the What's country, it for? The countries that collect the tax. Who? Would World not have the to budget it. it would become the property of the World Health Organization. For what? WHO. WHO. Uh, who? Medical research.
2: Wow. Medical research. Yeah, why don't they research how to cure Ebola, which they already have the cure, by the way, and it it is the tobacco plant. Yes. And they are not touting that at all because it has to do with tobacco. And actually, this is, I was talking to Mark Mark Marcosi, and I have a little bit of a write-up on it. Um, It's actually good that the government is so incompetent. Because if the bureaucrats oh, gonna,
5: if the bureaucrats
2: had had their way, they would have eradicated every tobacco plant in the world, pulling up the root, stalk, and branch. And uh, luckily they didn't because the cure for Ebola or the treatment for Ebola, there's no cure, it's a virus. But the treatment for Ebola comes from uh, getting the tobacco plant to reproduce this strain that weakens the Ebola virus. And do you know why tobacco? Because tobacco is one of the few plants on the planet... That has not been genetically modified. It is completely natural, and they can use that plant to generate different serums that are working for Ebola. Why is it not a cure? Because it's a virus. It's a living thing. There's no – it's not like um, it never cancer, away. which is really your body attacking itself. That would have a cure. This is a virus, so that the virus theoretically could never be eradicated.
5: It's still there. It's it could always be, there. It could be it's
2: held somewhere in some liquid somewhere.
3: Yeah. Oh. Even in your body, it just stays at bay. Exactly. Never leaves. Exactly.
5: All right. So we have Billy uh, said anything to uh, Victor Vitale here about his own brands uh, before they go out of business and before the FDA <laughs> shuts shut you down tomorrow. <laughs> Tortuga. I guess it's time to start doing some really wild and crazy
1: stuff. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was surprised. Back to the news? Yeah. What about bad news? Oh, diary? yeah. Go ahead. We got more news. <laughs> So one of the things that come out of the World Health Organization was Article 19, which will be enforced. The tobacco companies will be charged $240 million a year, which the WHO will also use toward
5: medical research. They ain't getting that from any cigar company. So, You're not going to get that from any cigar company. Mm-hmm. I mean, cigars are gone because only cigarettes will be able to survive through that.
1: Right, yep. Um, Oliva Tobacco Company, not to be confused with Oliva Cigar, is celebrating 80 years in Mm. the growing tobacco business. Best in the business. Almost every cigar that you smoke that features an Ecuador, Habano, or Sumatra is processed in Nicaragua by the Oliva Tobacco Company. (laughs) They have also recently begun experimenting with growing Cameroon wrappers in Ecuador. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Have you tried any of that? Has any tobacco come out yet? I haven't tried it. No? I'd like to try that. See if you can get them to send us some tobacco. We just want to try it. I'll pull the blogger thing and I'll ask. Yeah, send you some samples. Just (laughs) just, just raw tobacco. (laughs) Just roll it on. on. We got it. The city of Westminster, Massachusetts, which is just over the border, um, has set a proposal on the table that will ban the sale of all tobacco products. A hearing will be held on November 12th on whether or not to pass that as law. That's radical. So that is prohibition. Yes, it is. Prohibition. Wow. Wow. And uh, two new cigars were announced this week. Uh, The first was Davidoff uh, Year of the Sheep, uh, which features five different filler tobaccos. To be honest with you, it's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Really, <laughs> Sorry. just couldn't resist. You give up. You give up the prohibition segue to go to the sheep one. Nice. And uh, the other thing that was officially announced this week was something that Tom Lazuka mentioned a couple of weeks ago when he appeared on the Cigar Authority, and that was about the new Patoro cigar that will be distributed by C. Yeah. Um, the cigar is set to be released in four sizes with a wrapper from Brazil and binder and filler from Dominican Republic.
5: I've had it before. Very good. Very good. I was wondering when, when they were going to ever come into the United States, so here it is. And that's it for the news this week. Okay. That is that is an owner of um, um, somebody that had to do with Davidoff years ago. Um, my layup that I didn't take advantage of because I was just waiting for the, uh, the bad dad pun. The, the bad <laughs> pun is the uh, Prohibition event. event. Uh, Rocky Patel has a new cigar brand coming out called Prohibition. And How apropos. Apropos. And uh, we are going to have a Prohibition uh, night here at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's going to be Friday, November 14th, 6 to 9 p.m. The evening will include two cigars, plenty of food. And uh whatever else we can uh provide and, and the beautiful go- Jessica Italian, yes, she is the brand ambassador, and you 'll get to know her. all you scar geeks out there will get to know her because they 're going to really promote the hell out of her um i'd really like to get to know her yes, you would <laughs> nineteen dollars and thirty three cents is the ticket price why nineteen thirty three prohibition prohibition ended, yeah, so i I went with that because it has to be Italian
1: right right it has to be always A Jessica Italian huh ding ding, huh. I wouldn't mind tying her up. <laughs> Give me the belt. Just Let me gets, take that. It just stories. gets not creepier and creepier every yeah. single week. Oh, wow. yeah. I'm start wearing a shirt that says hashtag creeper. Creepy. don't yeah. 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 No. you to get a
2: bib <laughs> for all the drooling.
1: <laughs> next, week,
5: um, next week was going to be the Dave and Barry show, but it's not. It's going to be uh, Chuck idea. is going to join us, right? Something went right.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. a good idea. Something went horribly right.
1: We will uh, be Mr. Jonathan free. And yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. No,
2: I might Google call in or whatever the hell that thing's called. We are you going to be? Google Plus. DJing a uh, a wedding up north. A couple hours of driving. So
5: right in front of the, the people. Hold
2: on. And the, Old the new
5: Mr. and Mrs. Hold on a second. got to yeah. call into the radio. i got to do issue. my
2: tweets of the week. <laughs> Guys, hold on for a sec.
5: There we go. Uh, the following week we will be doing, uh, uh, Rudy, this is for you. The following week, we will be doing a tape show on November 6th at 5 p.m. for the November 8th airing. But if you can can go on to Google Hangouts and you can go on to the CigarAuthority.com at 5 o'clock on Thursday, November 8th for our tape show where we will smoke um, the final cigars in this blind taste test, 13 versus 14. The following week is the uh, Rocky Patel Prohibition Event. That will be happening in the store. It will be the Seabrook store on the 15th, November 15th. And uh, we'll be smoking the Prohibition Cigar. That will uh, be a Mr. There?
2: Jonathan free show as
1: well. It will? Okay. Because I will be mm-hmm.
2: in West Virginia Okay. at a swing conference. All
1: right. And, um, and it will also be my last weekend working with uh, two guys slash the Cigar Authority. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll be, <laughs> yes, producing, be producing, the producing the show. And
5: you'll be doing what you can't do. You can't touch another employee here. The reveal of the blind taste test is the following week, November 22nd, with Steve Sarka. And I will reveal all the information. He'll tell us how we got it wrong because that's Steve <laughs> Sarka. And hopefully he'll tell us uh, what his plans are. We'll try to get some information from him. He'll, uh, he'll beat the hell out of me with my conspiracy theory and tell me how crazy I am and that, how that, that is. That would just give it
4: more validity. Right.
5: right. <laughs> I did uh, check in with him and said, asked him if he wanted to comment beforehand. Uh, before the, the deal on Drew States came, and he said, I will not um, deny it, nor will I uh, confirm uh, what you have to say. It's back into the right. Which is, uh, that's all the confirmation I needed. Um, the following week will be um, the uh, November 29th. This is the day after Black Friday. This is the time each year for the past 21 years that we have announced the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. So uh, not only will we do that, we'll do it with Eric Hansen, who is the, the reigning champion of the Cigar of the Year with the Icon, with Hammer and Sickle Icon. Dun, 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 and we, dun, we will dun, dun. announce who the contenders for the Cigar of the Year away, and we will give away the Russian NASCAR. A snowblower. snowblower. A snowblower.
2: snowblower. <laughs> not, not to be called, not to be confused with a uh, Russian hooker, which is also known by the same name. Oh, really? Snowblower. Yes.
5: <laughs> Very good. Oh. Very good. Wow. This show is getting bad. Wow. Very good. <laughs> All
2: right. With that, why don't we take a peek into the asylum? Okay. Let's do it.
5: They're coming to
4: take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their green white coats, and they're coming to take me away,
2: haha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. All right. This is some retirement planning advice from the Asylum. If you had purchased $1,000 of Nortel stock one year ago, you would now have $49 in your stock portfolio. With Enron, you would have $16.50. And uh, with $1,000 of WorldCom, you would have $5 left. And uh, if you purchased $1,000 from Delta Airlines, you would have $49 left. But had you purchased $1,000 worth of beer just one year ago, drank all the beer, then turned in the cans for aluminum recycling refunds, You would have $214 in your portfolio. And based on the above, I would say the best current advice is to drink heavily and recycle. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take
5: me away, haha! They're coming to take me away, ho-ho. I bought yeah. some stock this, the this week. In beer? Beautiful. No, in, a, in an automobile. What a automobile? I know. Uh, Tesla. Tesla. Yes. Correct. Did you? I did. You bought stock in Tesla. It was unbelievable. So while we were in Tampa, did I, we did I even mention it on the show? We did not. No. So uh, Bobby right. Newman bought a Tesla. And uh, he said... Big hey. write-off, by the way, yeah, buy one. Yeah, and you get like a
3: tax credit, $4,000 tax credit or something.
5: Well, he says, here, I want you to drive it. And I said, no, 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 but I want to drive in it. You you drive, and I'll be there. This is brand new. Brand brand, brand new. new. So I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to drive it. I said, you drive it. And he says, no, I want you to drive it. So we got in the car, and these guys took the shuttle, and he says, just follow them. Um, so they, they went ahead... So I got in the car. He's got the fob in his hand. And I said, all right, what do I do? And he says, no, you don't need a key. As long as I got the fob, you can go. I said, well, I press a button. What do I do here? And he goes, no. It's I said, well, how on. do I turn it on? He said, it's always on. I said, that's it. So he said, yep, just knock it into gear. And you just touch the thing into D. And he says, now, when you press on the gas, you you don't build up speed. You just go. It's like a monorail. It just go that speed. It goes Zero to 60 in three seconds. Wow. So you're just going to go, so be careful. So now I'm getting a little panicked, and I just touch the gas, and, and you do. You just go. And as soon as you take your foot off the gas, it talks, It slows itself down. And when it slows itself down, it actually makes electricity. So on the dashboard, you're looking at almost like a heart attack meter. It's going up and down of using electricity and making electricity.
2: Which, for the record, what you'd need if I owned a Tesla and David was going to drive
5: it. Just thought right. I'd know any better. So he says, "Let them get a little ahead of you because now you're going to really touch the gas and you're going to go." And you, my God, it pulls you pulls you in the seat. It's it's cool looking. It's unbelievable. Um, no sound at all. Zero. You don't hear any revving. There's no engine. There's no oil. There's no gas. None. So 320 miles to a charge. Now, as, as, a, um, as a salesman, a cigar salesman, can you operate on 320 miles in a day?
3: Well, you have to know where those uh, uh, filling stations are, first of all. Every
5: 100 miles. Yeah,
3: and you have to be organized enough to know charges. And, you know, you have to have a data sheet with you at yeah. all times. Well, it's right, time.
5: it's, it's right on the dashboard. The GPS will tell you just where it is. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then we let the the the, the uh, van we were following go further ahead. And then he says, "Really gun it!" And I, get, you know, I put the pedal right down to the to the metal for one second. I was going 50 miles an hour. I took <laughs> I took it off. It is unreal.
2: So you uh, bought stock
5: in the company. I bought. I didn't buy the car yet, but I did buy stock in the company. That's like the next step to do it. I'm I'm far from a green guy, but it was awesome. You could really? manage on 320 miles per charge, oh, yeah. and you can get a charge. You get 80 percent charge in one hour. 80 percent charge in one hour. The, it takes you all night to get the extra 20 percent and stuff. But so you're down to 250 miles. And you just, you know, um, I understand that down at the um, 99 down the street, two parking spaces with charging plugs in them. You pull in there, you have lunch, and you're full charged again, or 80 percent charged. So uh, it was awesome. So I bought stock in it. Were you going to be getting ready to do a little uh, basketball? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the old days. <laughs> there huh? you go. Old days. You think I can make that one over there? You hold, you're holding a cigar like you're ready for an basketball shot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not March, but certainly, uh, yeah. Shoot anytime, anytime you, you like. Basketball came from you, so shoot it anytime you like. Contrary right? to popular belief,
2: although we, <laughs> most <laughs> people think I invented it because I am the best we, at do, it.
5: we, we do have the governor you coming may have in interpe- one independently hour. Independently so, arrived or so, you make at the
3: invention. Money.
5: We have the governor coming in one hour. Really? That's fantastic news. So we'll see. Make sure we keep uh, taxes away
3: from uh, stuff. This is great. A a governor of a state is coming to a cigar store.
5: Yeah. Democratic
2: governor. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And we've already had a gag order put on Paul Beasley. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody on their best behavior. He is the the rightest
5: of the right-leaning. I hear you loud and clear, Paul Beasley. Oh boy. All right, so uh, we talked about um, what I thought of this crazy um, five companies that are left, and um, more acquisitions are due to come uh, if this is going to take place. There's people that are ripe for the picking. There should be some cigar companies out there that should buy other companies because there's value to them. Or do they let them all die or whatever's going? But I know Barry has his uh, his thoughts. And wanted to share some of these with
1: us? Yeah, I still think uh, one of the rumors to rear its head again this week was uh, EPC to General again. Yeah, I have um, There's rumors that the talks are heating up and they're getting closer. And whether or not a uh, deal will be announced before the end of the year remains to be seen. Uh, but they're one of three people who should be next. Um, the other is Zykar. Um, we know through our sources that uh, Kurt Van Keppel was meeting with people from Davidoff. Um, and before that, the hot rumor was it was going to be bought out by CI. Um, that's where I think it goes. I think it goes to General Cigar uh, because that's where they brought their
5: cigars to. The, the HC brand went to them. So why would that not finish it off? What a play for Davidoff to, to steal that, though, because Zycar <laughs> if this
2: whole thing ends up happening, if your conspiracy yeah. theory happens, then... The acquisition of customers, that's information, the thing. Not is the important. Val-
5: it's not the value of the brand itself. The value is that their product is guaranteed for life. So where do you bring it at that point if somebody owns it all? Now you have no place to go but that person. And if they and, have a direct-to-consumer, they win every consumer.
2: And one of the rumors, and I got it from someone inside ZyCar, is that ZyCar now owns Cigar Boss, which is… Is that a fact? That's… From ins- Roma? That's from inside, someone inside Zycar came from the meeting. That morning at the IPCPR and told me from that meeting I that, heard, that I heard told something
5: them. That, they, they, that they owned an app or something like that, that they didn't have that whole thing or something like that. But there was something a little mixed up on there. Again, these are all rumors. When we say they're rumors, they're rumors. Until they come out with a press release, we're not saying anything. But that, that's what this industry is, is a lot of chatter, a lot of people saying different things. And uh, why get caught up with it? Because there are opportunities if you can, if me as a brick and mortar retailer can make a move before something bad that's going to hurt me as a brick and mortar retailer happens, I'm going to make the move. If you understand, Victor, as a brand owner, something's going to end up affecting you. You make the make some changes beforehand. Uh, so there's when when something ends up happening, there's an opportunity, and then there's you know this it levels itself out somewhere. Somebody drops off yeah. and somebody grows.
3: SWOT analysis
1: is definitely important at this yeah. stage in the game for yeah. sure.
5: Strength, weaknesses, opportunities.
1: And then the third rumor is uh, Oliva. I think Oliva is definitely going somewhere. No Padron in there, huh? Uh, Originally, we thought it was Davidoff, but I think that rumor got squashed. But I still think Oliva is gone. Well, General Cigar is where it goes because General Cigar is making the Oliva nub
5: flavored flavored cigar. Hmm. And again, why would anybody come out with a flavored cigar? A company that never even dabbled in flavored cigars not only makes a flavored cigar, but they make a flavored cigar with their competitor. When the FDA is ramming down their throats and going to put an end to the flavored cigars, they completely do the opposite. They go to a competitor to make cigars. They make cigars for a living. They go to the competitor to make cigars and make it a flavored cigar. What? Doesn't make any sense. Unless, of course, there's something to this. We'll see. I'm just connecting dots. It all goes back to Exhibit A. Yeah. I'm just connecting dots. So the only place for Oliva to go is going to be General Cigar, Swedish Match. And under, you know, Victor was saying during the break or something, we're, we're talking over the heads of some people that just enjoy cigars. And what the heck are you talking about? Swedish Match is the big company that owns General Cigar. These things are European giants out there that, uh, you know, you look at Altadis and you say, oh, Altatus, but it's Imperial Tobacco. Mm. Big, 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 you know, big, big companies that um, have something to do with this. And of their por- portfolio, it's only a little small thing, but they're, they're just playing with little, little pe- chess
2: pieces. It is a place that you could grow because your cigarette base is shrinking all the time. It's not like you see, you hear people, oh, I just took up cigarette smoking. People do just take up cigar smoking. Yeah, yeah. The growth in it is the place where you're going to
5: – they're hedging their bets, I think. All right. Victor, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you, Did anything come to fruition to you? Do you want to share any of your – based on what was said, or maybe we left something out that you're thinking?
3: I don't think you left anything out. I mean, you know, uh, in in summary, what I believe is, uh, you know, to start off with the consumer, this is certainly a lot of information for your average mainstream consumer to digest. A lot of consumers don't even know who the parent companies are, even why they do what they do, but... uh, I think uh, the fact is that it's going to be controlled. There's going to be some sort of ABC environment where uh, integration definitely pays, uh, plays a key role in this consolidation. And uh, it's, it's going to be messy. Are you for sale? I guess uh, everybody's for sale at this point because uh, you know it's it's certainly uh, people are scared. A lot of brand owners are scared. Uncertainty post 2007. Think about how many brands have trademarked post 2007, and how many are not
5: pre 2007, and they're in trouble. Eighty percent at least. So this this is all going to come to
1: fruition. I think we'll know by the end of the year of what's going to end up happening. I'm going to throw out one more name though before we move on. I've heard a rumor. I've heard from multiple people that a possible wild card to be sold is Rafael Nodell. Boy, that's young. That's in the early on, man. Uh, I,
5: I, I we, we joke, me and Raphael joke that he's the uh, the newcomer, ten, yep. year,
1: 10 years, and he's the new guy, but that's what it ends up taking. And he's, hot.
5: And no it, he's hot. I have
1: it from numerous people that he has been approached. Wow. And whether or not he's this is the aging room. Choosing folks. to listen or not, that I don't know. But I am confident and I pretty much say I can report with fact that he has been
5: approached. Well, and as people are getting approached, listen, their competitors get lots of information. It's not a bad idea to approach everybody to get the information and numbers and everything they can from everybody and then at the end say, "Well, you know what, we're not even interested. Well, his Oliveros company is older than seven years, isn't it? Yes. So yes. that that side could – Yeah, that side could continue, although that was much a um, – If the, m- the trademark still
3: active. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the way the, the, uh, the
5: bill is written. It has to be an active trademark. Yeah, so you, you may see them just sell a handful of bundles out to a mail-order company and do whatever they can. All right, let's take a break. Uh, there is no such thing as bad pizza. There's good pizza and there's great pizza. We're going we're gonna to think about the great ones. We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a peek in the mailbag. Uh, Barry has his report on new cigars hitting the shelf, old Fat Freddy in the aging room, and lots more. We've got Gentleman Chuck Morrison getting debonair. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's the conspiracy theory. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost
2: my one true love. Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
5: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met, over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir.
2: Well, she's about five and a half inches
5: tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a a dwarf. Uh, A little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louis. Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it.
4: Flor de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine. Stop missing
3: out. Mm-hmm.
2: Is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ dot com. Your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
4: He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey, you,
2: he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting, Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It
4: once won a longest ash contest without even being lit you don't light a Garofalo it lights you its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe it has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro except
5: it's perfect as it is I always smoke cigars and when I do I prefer Garofalo keep smoking Garofalo my friends Hey, Jack,
4: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? www.cigarjournal.co that's cigarjournal.co i'll sign up today
5: this is eric newman from the jc newman cigar company and we're listening to the cigar authority united cigar retailers radio network and that was the diamond crown experience that was a great time last week thank you to eric and bobby newman fantastic and to the guy that rubbed on dave not at all no Thank thanks you. for that. Uh, in this segment, we're going to uh, have uh, d- get a little debonair with Chuck Morrison. we got Old Fart Freddy. Uh, we shouldn't even connect these two. One is being very nice and gentleman. The o- other one is completely the it's opposite. It's important,
2: just like blending a cigar, to have full palate engagement. You need to have full maturity to immaturity engagement, and that's why we put them together. That's why we put them together. We should
1: flip them so we end on a positive note. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's really Some good. would
2: argue that Old Fart Freddy is a positive note. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Old Fart Freddy's new ashtray, <laughs> please <laughs> go to the Cigar Authority's Facebook page oh, and no, uh, check out Old Fart Freddy displaying
5: his new toy.
2: And, and that's
1: facebook.com slash the Cigar Authority. And people saying
5: that he looks young, but he's old. But. Oh, he's ancient. <laughs> but uh, he looks he looks young. He's though. listening right now. He heard me say that. He ever, But for years they've been saying, wow, he looks so young. And... Uh, He's he, not so young. The youngest yep. old fart in the world. He is. So, Victor, uh, you've been traveling the U.S. for years, not just the New England area, but all around the country, and you're an Italian guy. You like pizza. Love pizza. Where's the best? It's the perfect food group. It is. Yeah. All right, the best
3: pizza. Oh, such a controversy, you, right?
5: You're, you're from Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, usually like New York people, whatever Barry's going to say is going to be a New York pizza place. There's no doubt about it. Right. I know, I know for a fact, Santapio's in East Boston is the best pizza going. Chuck brought us a pizza once, uh, a frozen pizza he cooked in here. Remember that a long time ago? Yeah, I
4: do. And that was so disappointing. And there's like this whole controversy of the difference between getting one there live fresh versus taking one home. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was disappointing. But yeah, yeah, the yeah. one
5: in stores, what was that called? Old, old uh,
4: town spa pizza in Stoughton, Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And then there's, there's one here um, near the Nashua store, uh, Barry, that is a sweet pizza. Um, it was on the Simpsons actually twice. They actually had it on there. Mar- 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 Maria's? Maria's, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> supposedly the best. It's a sweet pizza. But it's okay. Well,
1: I know here in Salem we get beach pizza, which is sweet. Yeah, square uh, sweet pizza. Yeah, I actually love it. Yeah. It's
3: nice. Yeah, we had a slice uh, earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to argue, folks, the best pizza. Is the one you have in your hand
3: right now. It's hot. That's good.
2: It's burning the
5: roof of your mouth. That's when it's good, when it's burning the roof of your mouth. But okay, what do you got for the best?
3: All right, uh, three. Okay. I have three actually, and you'd be very surprised. All right. Rhode Island. Really? Federal Hill Pizza, Warren, Rhode Island. I'm getting a thumbs up from this guy down here. Wow,
5: road trip!
1: Fantastic <laughs> I'm, down. Pizza. I'm down.
5: I'm down. He's my buddy. He's my bad buddy. I got a
1: friend that's a state trooper there, so if we get pulled over, it's all good.
3: So thumbs up down there, Federal Hill Pizza. The guys on like the uh, the world champions of pizza. So many awards. Little uh,
1: Thin crust, yeah. you know,
3: nice,
5: small, rustic-style pizza,
1: yeah.
3: all different
5: types of variety. Did amazing they, stuff. Are they using a uh, wood-fired oven, a coal oven, or just a regular pizza oven, electric pizza? Yeah. Uh,
3: I think it's uh, coal-fired, but, well, yeah. uh, you know, okay. you've got to go check it out and see how it is. Phantom Gourmet did a thing on them, really good. But you've had it. Had it. Okay. Delicious. All right. Fantastic. Second would be um, Pennsylvania, Tony Saramelli's in PA.
5: Okay, never heard of that either.
3: It's uh, kind of upstate in the Scranton area, really nice pizza, good stuff, uh, coal-fired again, real yeah, nice. Yeah, okay. Third, I'd have to say
1: Lombardi's. Okay.
3: And I, I don't even I, have to I, say where they're from because uh, I think you guys know where they're yeah, from. Yeah, the Brooklyn. I,
5: I
1: had pizza with you. Are they in Brooklyn? No, they're yeah. on Canal Street, right? No, they're in Brooklyn. Lombardi's. Are they
3: really?
5: Is that the one me and you went to? Lombardi's in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, I think
3: they're at Manhattan uh, Canal Street.
1: Well, yeah. the original one's in Brooklyn underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. You would know. You would know. That's the original. Well, we went to it and it was awesome. Awesome stuff. That's like the you know the first
3: pizza place
5: in America. You know, really uh, benchmark pizza. Yeah. Me and uh, me and the boys, we all got together and did a show in Connecticut. So we went to Frank Pepe's. Did you ever go
1: there? New Haven, Connecticut. Yes. <laughs> which is the number one ranked pizza place in the world. There, yes. Well, be, and, because and of the what I, of I said. Hamburger. Because of what I said, the, yes, the right.
2: pizza comes out so damn fast. Yeah. Because it takes 90 seconds. You don't sit, yeah, you to don't make sit it.
5: there and wait for it. You order it and it shows up at your table. And we got four different ones just to see what the best one was. White clam pizza, they're known for, is number one. Which but, I like the best. And, I did not. No. The regular original. Regular
2: cheese was where it's at. Original. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I'm going to weigh in on this. Napoli's Pizza in Haverhill. When they run out of pizza for the day, you don't get pizza. That's it. They make the number that they're going to make, and that's it. Why don't they make more? Because that's how they do it. As a retailer,
5: There's
2: make a, more. a place dough, like right? that in that too. Don't, yeah,
5: that's it. How do you run out? No. And that's what you carry. I, I went into uh, Dunkin' Donuts the other. No, Starbucks. When we were uh, we were away. Yeah. And I went up to the counter. I can't believe you buy something
2: for, from Starbucks.
5: And the, the uh, it was at the airport. What were we going to do? Pumpkin so I said it? coffee. And they said, it's going to be about 10 minutes. They don't have any.
4: Oh, my gosh.
5: I said, Your Starbucks coffee. <laughs> All you do is be, make coffee. Run out of napkins if you want, but don't run out of coffee. Yeah, I'll yeah. drink it black if I have
2: to, but make sure there's coffee in the cup. So there's Napoli's now in Nashua, New Hampshire, right behind. Our two guys smoke shop in Nashua is a place called Pizza Co. Pizza Co. Yeah, it's good. Their pizza is really good. Outstanding. Consistent. But then I'm going to throw a curveball to everybody. April's European restaurant in Chelmsford, Massachusetts. The same folks that
5: owned it when it was in Boston. Their pizza is outstanding. Tony and Anne's was the one in Chelmsford that was on um, The Simpsons. Tony and Ann's, it's called. Okay. And there's lines to get in, and it's the same thing. They run out of pizza. And they have frozen pizzas, though. If if they run out, you can get a frozen pizza to take home with you, but they run out.
2: It has to do with, It's all right. I think with Napoli's, it has to do with the age on the dough. Fresh dough is not good. If you've got three days of age on it, it gets a little spotty. Well, Victor's going to chime in on that.
5: He was a baker for years. Is that true? Fourth generation bread baker. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and you know,
3: candlestick maker. You, old school, because <laughs> they rhyme.
5: But you want old dough? fresh dough no not
3: good fresh dough Uh, 24 hours minimum wow yeah Yeah. wow on the
2: the third day three and a half days you end up with a blown tray it it overdoes it and it flattens and it's not good but three days exactly is the optimum if you're the mature guy you're looking for stretching it it's got the most elasticity it rises properly in the oven you get the best
5: pizza three days well that depends on what type of flour you're using too you know Ah. that no pancake batter no good you got to make it the day before Dramatic no. difference, yes. Dramatic difference. Yeah, you, you
3: everything know. has to mature and meld and marry, and you know, like cigars.
1: You don't, don't want like fresh cigars, cigars no. right? Oh,
3: yeah, exactly. Wow, exactly. And the elasticity. You're talking high gluten flour versus yeah. uh, you know different types of bread flour. This is interesting. You know, it seems like they made that with uh, a bread flour. You know, diff- a, different. Uh, and, they,
2: and they mature their dough, and they roll it. They they roll it with a they, they actually, rolling pin. They
5: cook the dough first. And they take it out. Then they put the put sauce the and cheese sauce on. on they put it back yep, So it in.
3: doesn't burn. Exactly.
2: They put, oh, it, yeah.
5: they put yeah. it again. Yep. That's what we call a party. That's how you do it. Yeah. Dave, what do you got? I have Santapio's as number one. Regina Pizza. I I've never had Santapio's or Regina's Pizza, so
2: I can't wait. Well, there. I've
5: done them both. At, that is the Boston um, steak and cheese deal with you, with you guys, where you've got two steak and cheese places across the street from each other. Yep.
1: Pat's and Gino's. Right. Well. You which got, aren't the best, by the way. It's Tony Luke's. It's the best. You agree? You well, great.
3: Tony Luke's, I made bread for them when they first started, by hand, every wow. day, for five years. There we go. And their campaign in the beginning was, it's all about the bread.
5: Wow. Some, right. history, you know, some history. There yeah. we go. But um, that's the, the two in Boston that yeah. uh, fight against each other. I'll tell
3: you a story later. Huh? Mm-hmm. Later.
1: Later. <laughs> um,
5: too good for being on the air. So Barry, what do you got for the best? Well,
1: first of all, I got more experience than any of you guys, so therefore I am the authoritative figure because I am the biggest. Is guy experience here. measured by weight? Is that <laughs> what you're about? Yes, with? it is. It's, it's an an size does matter. An and don't
5: tell me some place in Miami. No, I will pop no you in the face. No <laughs>
1: <laughs> now
2: that they do the
5: garlic crust, there, there
1: is a place in, in Brooklyn. I couldn't tell you the name because I refused to go there because they say we're going to make twenty pies today and that's it. You can't buy by the slice. You only have to buy a pie. And it's on Avenue J and 15th Street in Brooklyn. So you guys were mentioning pizza places that make pizza once they're done with the number they move on. Everybody knows Lombardi's. They say Lombardi's is the best. Uh Uh-uh. The best pizza in New York is in the Bronx at 1080 Morris Park Avenue. It's a restaurant called Patricia's. By far the best pizza. By far. Anywhere I've had. And and, and when they run out, they run out? No, it's a restaurant. It actually started as a pizzeria. And um, the oldest son, Alessandro Bourguignon, wow. we went go. to culinary school. He's an Irishman, if i And they it. started <laughs> serving dinner. Well, eventually, he got known for his food. And it, the pizza, they still sold a lot of takeout, delivery, but they became more of an Italian restaurant. So when we so go to they New York, York store, that's but they transferred the coal-fired oven from 1078 oh. to 1080. So it's the same oven that's been making pizza since the 70s. Yeah. Wow. And by far the best pizza
5: I've ever had. Well, this Regina, Regina is a chain. They have a bunch of ones. You have to go to the one in the north end because of the same reason, the oven. Mm. It's the same oven. Now, as a baker, did, you, did that matter to you guys? Yeah. No? yeah. Do you get a hard-on for a good oven? Is that what... <laughs> I mean, it's got to be this oven.
3: Well, you know, it's all about the tools, and it's all about the ingredients, and it's all about how if you know how to work all these things together. But, yeah, when you're talking about a brick oven, you're talking about the bricks. The older the bricks, right. the better. Yeah. When you're talking about a conventional oven, it doesn't really matter.
5: Well, a lot of people down in, in Florida, and I think they have terrible pizza. There's Anthony Stone Cold that has the best out down there. Mm-hmm. But um, they say the problem that they have is the water.
3: Yeah pH makes a huge difference, huge. And then all the chemicals. I mean, you have things like chlorine, fluoride, uh, fluoramine, all these different uh, additives to the water to keep the uh, amoebas and all these other things out that comes with municipal water Hmm. that change the way the dough reacts with the yeast and the salt and uh,
5: everything else that, you know, all the other ingredients that they put in. All right. All right. While you're enjoying life till it's full, it's important to be debonair. How to be more gentleman-like, more debonair is Mr. Chuck Morrison.
4: you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me a gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seat belts switch on your electric. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, etiquette for a gentleman, the top five ways to stay debonair. Number one, a strong man stands up for himself. Mr. Jonathan, a stronger man stands up for others. Uh Number two, if you can't control your lady, then you know you've found a good one. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Number three, be more concerned with your character than with your reputation. Your character is what you really are. Your reputation is merely what others think you are. Uh Number four, a simple good morning could mean the difference in someone's day saying good morning. And number five, people always say that you should treat women with respect, but it is not gender-specific. The gentleman, the debonair gentleman, treats everyone with respect. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough?
1: Yeah, I'm good on this one. Yeah? I hate it. it. I always like it in the morning when they say good morning to me, but usually it's like... Oh, my God. How much did I drink last night?
5: Hey, you don't want breakfast.
1: <laughs> 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 so new cigars hitting the shelves all the time, all the time.
5: What do we got new hitting the shelves, Barry?
1: Well, a little debate before the show. I don't rem- I don't think you mentioned it this w- last week, but Jonathan said you guys did. And that is the Hammer and Sickle Limited Edition 2014. Yeah, I mentioned it. You, did you even listen to the show last week? Well, I didn't really listen to you. I, when you speak, I tune it out. When Dave speaks, I listen. You're sucking up to the wrong guy, my man. (laughs) You're sucking up
2: to the wrong guy.
1: (laughs) So it uh, features tobacco from three different countries and six different types of tobaccos in total. Um, Also, the Oliva V Maduro. Do we have any left of that? The hammer and sickle? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think we have about six, seven boxes left out of how many we ordered. 150 or something ridiculous. Yeah, something crazy. And uh, also this week saw the dropping of the Oliva V Maduro. It was the first time that the company released it in a 6x60 format. Unfortunately, that is sold out from twoguyscigars.com, two but uh, three stores here in New Hampshire, Seabrook, Salem, and Nashua still have singles available in the stores. Yeah, we're hanging on to what we got. And Maybe, that's it. Maybe we'll put them aside. That's it.
5: Um, Tis the season right now. Stuff is starting to come into cigar stores across the country, so look in your local brick and mortar store. And uh, give them a little love. Try these new things. That's the uh, fun of cigar smoking, if, if you ask me. Next week, we will be live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, right here. And uh, Mr. Jonathan won't be here, so you're going to want to tune in. Barry's going to have a little more play. He's going to uh, get to do some things he doesn't
1: do. Talk. Ma- <laughs> maybe he can do. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anybody to make fun of. so. Uh, no, fair may- enough. Maybe you'll do the... Um, Tweets of the week? Yeah, Tweets of the week. Or the uh, I'll set you up. I'll set you up going good S- no, I'm gonna pick If I'm going to do the Tweets of the week, <laughs> I'm going to pick them myself. All okay.
5: Right. Best Tweets. And he's out there in Twitter land for yeah. sure. It
1: certainly
2: is. Why don't we take a uh, step into the aging room and see what old Far Freddy's up to this All week. All right, let's do it. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
6: Nowadays, men are ordering their coffees with 32 sugars and 27 creams. That's not coffee at all. It's sweetened coffee-flavored cream, and they should trade their suits in for skirts. In my day, we liked our coffee like we like our women. Hot, dark, and bitter, because we were men. Nowadays, paying a woman in the saloon for sexual favors is against the law and is generally looked down upon. In my day, you would never pay a woman for sexual favors. You would pay her to leave after the fact so that you could get some rest. The sex was always free. Hey, it takes a lot of energy to be a real man, and you need your rest. Nowadays, men do their own laundry, cook, and are proud to be called Mr. Mom while they look after the kids. In my day, this type of grueling labor had a very special name, woman's work, and was reserved for a very special breed of human, women. Men belong in the kitchen like rattlesnakes belong in your underpants. We were black coffee-drinking, prostitute-evacuating, rattlesnake charming men. Sometimes aging makes a great
2: cigar even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged.
6: Some are not. True story. I once thought I had a rattlesnake in my underpants. Let's just say it wasn't a snake.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Old Freddie. DeFara's, Brooklyn, New York. Pizza place. D I F A R A. Yep. Number two, according to uh, the top 101 best pizza franchises. Um, Is DeFara in Brooklyn or in Staten Island? It says Brooklyn, New York, Hmm. the classic pie. Then they got Phoenix, Arizona, followed by Roberta's. Roberta's in Brooklyn, New York, the margarita in fourth place. Sally's in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. And it's a long way before we get to... uh, Anything here in Boston? Well, nineteen uh,
2: in number 85, we've got Pelham Pizza right down the road.
1: Really? We're going to have to try that. That's not too far away. There's actually a tour that you could take in New York. Pelham, you, New York. Pelham, uh, New York. Never mind then. There's okay. a tour you can take in New York City where you get on a bus and they take you around the the five top pizza places. Really? <laughs> so and, now that's a tour I'm willing to go to. Yeah. So, you, you know, you get on a yellow school bus and they take you all around the five boroughs to... What they claim is the five best pizzerias. And, and, you, and that takes like slice, three days. A slice? Yeah. A, a slice. Yeah. At East Place. With the traffic that takes three days. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I know. That's a problem. So, and Patricia's is actually on that tour, so. No kidding. You've gone on it? No. No? No. Oh, my God. He's followed behind the bus. Sitting <laughs> in a yellow school a bus on a 90-degree summer day?
5: No, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, we smoked um, 11 and 12 in this hour. 11 and 12. Any uh, taste profiles? Anything happening here of loving one than the other? They're they're they're, They're both full bodied, but not as full bodied as the first two. But everything is full bodied. So we're smoking all four cigars that are left. So our our tasters liked fuller bodied cigars than milder cigars. And I would go as far as to say because the person that would normally pay for something like this, is somebody that's more into cigars anyway yeah. and, and would be more attractive. Well,
2: let's face it. You've got a guy that's smoking, let's say, Cigar of the Year this year, Hammered Sickle Icon. That's yeah. a mild cigar. He finds his home, and he just buys those by the box, and that's it. There's no reason to go elsewhere, so long as he's happy with the price and the construction. He's fine. That guy tends to buy the same thing over and over again, and you've got a guy that smokes a fuller-bodied cigar. He likes the adventure of trying different things. Oh, this one's stronger. This one's weaker. Uh, you know, yeah. Paul Beasley is a great example. I mean, there's nothing strong enough for him, and he's, but he's
5: willing to try anything. You're right. And, uh, Victor, you say there's no monogamy in cigar smoking? Or I should always be? say
3: that. There's no monogamy in cigar smoking. Yeah. It'd be like drinking the same wine over and over again and not trying
5: the uh, variety. So we, we should try Tortuga. And what is your favorite Tortuga.
3: The setural number five. It's, that's, yeah. that's the one I make for me. That's the really? one. That, that's my, that's my yeah. favorite
2: of the tortugas as yeah. well. Five it's and a half by forty-eight.
3: Five. It's a smaller ring gauge, contrary to the trend that's going on right now in the business, which is bigger, uh, better. But
5: yeah, how about Oravivo?
3: Or Vivo, I would smoke the cologne, which uh, Barry uh, rated a few months back. Yeah. And I think is uh,
5: Mr. That's, that's J's favorite, favorite. About the, uh, my favorite. The and how about the white version? We got a new The feature? white cologne is the winner. In my you have going to keep keep the white coming? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Absolutely. All right. There was some rumors out there that no white. We're going to just stay with the black, but white is going to continue. Good. <laughs> That is, the, uh, that is my favorite right there. Um, okay, uh, next week we're going to be live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan will not be here. This would have been a perfect one for you to show up at. But uh, you you come up uh, in this area because you have property here still, and uh, we get to see you uh, more often than probably most retailers because you you have business to do here anyway. Uh, grateful for you to come up here and uh, sit into this. Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, ret-
2: willing to risk your reputation by hanging <laughs> yeah, yeah. with us. Thanks we for do having us. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's,
5: it's Always a pleasure. Uh, next week um, we'll smoke and review new cigars. So we've been we've been doing this for a while, but we got a break in between while the uh, voting is going to go on. So uh, after the show we'll. Pick out uh, some new cigars that people haven't uh, smoked yet, and we can talk about those cigars for next week's show. And. Um We'll confirm the rumors that are about to happen this week, next week, when they actually really yeah, when happen, happen. Yeah. when the press releases come out. So we'll see if uh, if that ends up happening. Remember, folks, this show and every show at the Cigar Authority is absolutely free, so don't be asking for your money back. There is no money back guarantee here. <laughs> for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, and Victor Vitali, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. That's right, and uh, when you're enjoying your cigar number 11, 11-
2: 12 9 or 10 always remember folks it's very important keep the lid end out of your mouth we'll see you guys next week I won't but they'll see you next week here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network
0: Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at 2guyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is 2 Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a
2: million choices, Heaven.